If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Because you are inviting so much more peace and ease into your life. When you start to, instead of waiting for other people to bring opportunities to you, you start creating your own opportunities in your life, in your business, in your relationships, whatever that looks like. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. So I was recently at a mastermind and we were on the closing day sharing our closing thoughts. And my friend Jim Quick was sitting right next to me and he said something so poignant that I was like, I have to record an entire podcast episode on the topic. The topic was comfort zones. And essentially what he said is that there are two types of hard that nearly everyone is experiencing. The hardness that comes when you're stuck inside of your comfort zone but also the hard that comes when you're trying to break away from it into something new. And whether you have been a religious nine to fiver or you have been an entrepreneur for a decade, you likely fall into one of these two camps, either being stuck or actively trying to leave. In my book, How Are You Really? I write this. I write, Something very significant happens once you decide to step out of your comfort zone and walk towards something new. When you decide to turn to the dream and give it a shape and say it out loud, to admit to yourself that you want something different, to say you're ready for a change, to say it to someone who loves you, write it in a Sharpie on your planner or in your journal, wherever or however you speak it, declare that you are willing to work for a truer life, whatever it takes. That slapdash faraway dream name it because it's about to be born. So whether you are trying to leave your comfort zone or you are currently very stuck in it, both of these are really hard on their own and for their own reasons. And frankly, they can both suck. So let's use today's episode to first establish where it is that you're at and next to help you connect the dots on where you want to go, even if it feels a little uncomfortable. Let's dive on in. 
Your sales software shouldn't be a bummer. When you step inside your CRM, you should feel equipped to do your best work. Like you're sitting in the pilot seat with easy to use powerful controls. And that's the magic of HubSpot Sales Hub. The new Sales Hub is designed to help you win quarter over quarter and year over year. With an intuitive prospecting workspace and AI-powered tools that reduce your workload, managing leads is a lot less like manual labor. And closing deals, it's no big deal at all. Wrangle your day-to-day tasks on a seamless platform that makes navigating contacts, calls, and analytics easy. Get AI-powered tools like ChatSpot that are tailor-made to be personal assistants for your CRM. Simply prompt it to pull up a contact, sum up last week's sales, or research your competitors. By automating steps across the sales pipeline, you can take back your time and spend it on more impactful tasks. Close more deals and get on track for your best Q1 yet. Learn about HubSpot Sales Hub at HubSpot.com slash sales. That's HubSpot.com slash sales. So after Jim said that line, and he kind of said it in a way that Jim does, where it was like just common sense, it really got me to thinking because both of these scenarios are really hard. If you are someone who is clinging to your comfort zone, you might have this feeling where you know you're not living up to your potential or heck, maybe you're not even enjoying your life right now. You're maybe watching other people do the things that you want to do and you're just staying stuck in this mundane routine of your life. And if you're someone who is actually trying to step away from or leave your comfort zone, it can be really scary moving towards uncertainty. It is uncomfortable to shift your identity, to change your direction, to move towards something where you're not totally sure if it's going to work out or not. And that feeling alone can leave you feeling like you're moving through life untethered or uncertain as you're moving in this new direction. Inside of my book, I tell one of my favorite stories of all time. And I'm going to kind of tell you the short version of it. But if you want the full version, go grab my book. How are you really? I know you will love it. But when I was working for Target, I was working in this corporate setting, right? And I had this visceral moment where I realized this is not for me. And this is not a knock on corporate settings or nine to fives or anything like that. It just wasn't for me. And the minute I knew it, I couldn't unknow it. Like if you've ever had an experience like that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so at the time I'm planning my wedding, I buy this camera on Craigslist, not to become a photographer, but to document the whole wedding process because we didn't have a lot of money to hire a photographer every step of the way. And so I fell in love with photography. And basically what I would do is I would work my corporate job, which was 50 hours a week or more, including some nights and weekends. And then I would go home and I would learn photography. I literally slept with my camera on my nightstand so that I could learn how to shoot in any type of light, whether it was dark or light out. I really was so passionate. Like photography brought my passion back into my life. I felt like I had lost that piece of me, that side of me that was like so excited to create. And so I tell this story in my book, but essentially I was at times using the office printer to print off things for my photography business in the after hours of the corporate gig. So I use the office printer to print off this beautiful colored picture of all of these wedding images, this collage of sorts. Imagine like a Pinterest board, but on a piece of paper. And I didn't just stop there. I thought I need to laminate it. And in the office, we had this awesome laminator. So I bring over this beautiful collage to the laminator and I start laminating it. And as I am putting this collage through the laminator, I hear the most awful noise of all time. The laminator is like the jaws of death 
clinging to my collage and I cannot get it out. And I am prying it open. I'm trying to find the user manual. I am panicking because inside of this jammed laminator, there is this beautiful collage. And at the top of it, it says photographs by Jenna Lee. Now, it's going to be very easy for people to connect the dots of who was trying to laminate this beautiful wedding collage on office hours using office equipment. So the very next morning, I wake up and this amazing woman in our office, her name is Kathy. And I'm kind of sullen and I'm like very, very awkward. And I'm like, Kathy, I kind of have a confession to make. I was using the laminator last night and I jammed it. Is there any way you can help me unjam it? And so Kathy very happily comes over to the laminator and she's like prying it open and pulling out little pieces of my collage. And I'm like so embarrassed and I don't know what I should say. And I don't know if I should say anything or not, but she's probably wondering like, why is there a picture of bouquet and why is there this bride? And like, what is happening here? And so I very quietly tell Kathy, I just say outside of the office, I love photography and I'm trying to learn how to be a wedding photographer. And when I take pictures, it makes me come alive. And I'm so nervous because I hadn't told anyone in the office that I was trying to become a wedding photographer. I worried that they would wonder if I was going to stay in this setting. I just worried about everything. So I just kept it hush hush. And this was the first time I had told anyone in this office setting about my dream of becoming a photographer. And I was very worried. I was like, is Kathy going to wrap me out? Like what's going to happen? And Kathy like slowly turns to me and she's like, I love scrapbooking. And you can probably understand that like photography, scrapbooking, not the same thing at all. But Kathy came alive when she saw me come alive about my passion. And I feel like that was the first step outside of my comfort zone. This corporate setting was my comfort zone. I had my whole five-year plan mapped out for me. I knew exactly what would come next and next and next. I knew what my life would look like. And in finally like saying it out loud to somebody I feel like I almost like released the dream in a beautiful way, but I also awakened Kathy's dream. And honestly, I should have known that she loved scrapbooking because that woman could make a beautiful bulletin board. Here's a line that I say in my book. I say, passion isn't just something that spontaneously happens in us. It can spark up even when we watch other humans step out of their comfort zone and into their daring future right in front of us. In coming alive to our passions, we invite others to do the same. It's this undeniable energy that transfers from human to human, growing as it's celebrated. In sharing our dreams with someone else, we take the first step of many, admitting that we have something pulling at our curiosity. And we just might be courageous enough to pursue that thing. And in that tiniest admission of courage, our to dream list becomes our to do list. So as we move through this episode today, I want you to know, I know what it's like, one, to be stuck in a comfort zone and two, to actively leave one. And I know that they both suck and they both suck for their own reasons. And so here are three questions that I want for you to start with that will help you determine which camp you're in. Are you stuck or are you actively leaving it? So first, I want for you to take a moment to just reflect on your current situation. Now, for me, when I think about where I'm at today as I record this episode, I am in this transition of preparing to leave my comfort zone. And something that is so interesting to me about this is, again, I am facing uncertainty again. I feel like I am on this never-ending evolution, and sometimes it can be frankly exhausting, right? Uh, A friend the other day voice memoed me, and she's like, how do you do it? How do you keep evolving so effortlessly? And I was like, girl, 
If it looks effortless to you, you better know it is not effortless feeling on my end. Like it is hard. And one thing that I love about what I do and how I do it is that I'm constantly evolving because I'm constantly learning and changing and growing and becoming. And I never want that to stop. I want my whole life to be filled with that. And so it's interesting because I can sense that I am leaving my comfort zone, but I also am so wildly uncertain about what that means, what that looks like, where I'm going, what the next iteration or evolution is even going to be. And so I just want for you to answer these questions because I answered these before this episode. And so if you want to grab out a pen and a paper or a journal or write a note in your phone, like whatever, but I really want for you to answer these questions because these have been really helpful for me. So question number one is, are you content with your current situation? And this could be professional or personal, or do you feel a sense of restlessness and a desire for change? And I think that that is a really great place to start is like, are you content and comfortable or are you feeling really restless? So which camp are you in? You should have a very visceral gut reaction to that question and know the answer like right away. The next question is, do you find yourself settling for mediocrity or good enough and you've stopped pushing yourself to achieve more in your current situation? So are you kind of just at this place where you're just kind of like riding the wave? You're just kind of chilling and chilling doesn't have to be bad. I think that there can be a lot of beauty and being content and feeling peace and ease. But if it's come to this place of "Eh, that's good enough complacency, that's where we want to start to kind of just like put our finger on it. And the last one is, is your life, are your days super predictable and routine? And how does that make you feel? For some people, predictable and routine is like the best thing in the world. And for others, people like me, I'm neurodivergent, ADHD, predictable and routine, uh uh-uh, I can't do it. Like that kills me. So just starting to kind of get to know yourself. So again, the three questions, are you content or do you feel restless? Are you settling for mediocrity or are you trying to achieve more? And are you in a state of predictability and is your life routine? And how does that make you feel? And so again, get really honest with yourself because this is going to look different for every single person. So here is a good sign that you're stuck in your comfort zone. If you are generally content, secure, and resistant to change or new challenges, you might be stuck. And again, this is not a knock at like, if you are in this very beautiful, peaceful place in your life, freaking embrace it and love it and enjoy it. But if you are resisting newness, change, evolution, learning, because you're afraid, very different situation. If you express this desire for growth, if you're feeling unsatisfied, if you feel like your life is stagnant, or if you're open to exploring new opportunities, you're probably trying to leave your comfort zone. So again, just kind of establishing where you're at. Now, if you are in the middle and in that beautiful, peaceful place, I bow down to you. I love that for you and enjoy every minute of it. So next, we want to think about like, what is your reaction to risk and uncertainty? 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. So... One thing that is super important about me, and I've talked about this on the show before, is like, I am constantly evolving. It is not new for me to be like, I want to burn this whole thing down or shut this down. I want to try something new. Like, that is just like another day in my life. However, when I move in a new direction, I'm very calculated about it. There are two types of people. There are the jump and the net will appear type of people. And then there are people who are like, let me weave my net very carefully, thread by thread, and then I shall jump and know that I have the safety net waiting for me. I am in camp number two. I want to be very calculated and thoughtful with the risks I'm taking so that I am not crippled by fear and I'm not worried about security. And so again, we are all unique. And I think that that is what is so beautiful about this topic is that we are all facing different things in our own lives. And we all 
are figuring out what is next and maybe what is new. And we all have to get really honest about like, where are we today? And how does that feel? Like, what does it feel like to live your life right now? How is the experience of living your life? And I feel like you know that right now, like you shouldn't even have to think about that. You know how it feels to be in your life right now and how it feels is going to tell you a lot more about where you want to go than maybe just like your logical brain. And so when I finally decided, okay, I'm I'm not just going to make collages in the office and do this and burn the candle on both ends. I'm actually going to try to make a go at this. I was super calculated at it. I didn't like walk in the next day and say, peace out. Here's my two weeks notice. Good luck finding someone new. I took an entire year to figure out what are my next steps? What is this going to look like? How do I claim safety and security in this massive transition? And what does it look like? And I'll never forget I remember like sitting down and running all the numbers. I was like, okay, I make $55,000 in my corporate job. What do I need to do as a wedding photographer to match that? How long do I think it's going to take for me to get to a place where I can match that salary? How am I going to juggle both of these things at the same time while I'm building this up to a place where I feel comfortable and safe and secure to go for it? And so I am someone who I love taking risks and I love evolving and I love trying new things but I will never abandon the things that got me to this place in order to get to where I want to go. And I think that that's something very different. And so one thing that you want to really think about is like, what is your reaction when you are being faced with uncertainty? Like when you think about taking risks in your personal and professional life, like, are you a risk taker? Are you someone that's super calculated? Are you someone that needs to like methodically plan things out? Because the answer to that question is really going to shift the timeline of what things look like for you. Whether you're stuck in your comfort zone or you're leaving it, if you are someone who is really methodical, needs to have the whole plan in place, like you need to get working on it. If you want change, you got to start now. Like I didn't leave my nine to five for an entire year. And so if I didn't like really sit down and make that plan, it could have been three years. It could have been five years. I could have never left. And if you're someone who is like, oh, slapdash, I I made this decision. I am leaving tomorrow. I can't stay. It's no longer in alignment. Then you've got to get really clear on where it is that you're going and what that's going to look like. If you are someone who fears change, then we've got to talk about that. I have an amazing episode. It's episode 479. It's with Dr. Maya Shanker. I often think about it. She talks about the neuroscience behind our resistance to change because most people fear change more than like the actual change itself, right? Again, it's that uncertainty. It's that not knowing. And so if you are someone who is like terrified, terrified by change. If you're someone who is like, my life is very routine and structured, but I don't love it. I'm not enjoying it. You have to go listen to episode 479. We linked it in the show notes and the show description today. Go listen to that one. It is such a powerful, powerful episode about why we don't need to be so afraid of change. And it might help rewire some of those neural pathways that are telling you that like change is scary and like it's better to face the devil you know than the one you don't know. And I don't always agree with that. So in a 2013 Forbes article about taking risks, keynote speaker and best-selling author Margie Worrell gives us three questions to ask ourselves to help us overcome our tendency to play it safe 
and to help us identify which risks are worth taking. So the first question is this, and I love this question. What would I do if I were being more courageous? That's a great question, right? What would it look like? Like, what would I do today if I was just being a little bit more courageous? Number two, how will inaction cost me one year from now if I do nothing? And I think that's where a lot of us sit, right? A whole year passes and then another year. And all of a sudden we're like, I'm in the same situation. I'm, it, this is Groundhog's Day. So how will inaction cost me one year from now if I do nothing? And number three, where is my fear of failure causing me to overestimate the size of risk, underestimate myself, and hold me back from taking risks that would serve me or my business? And so again, a lot of times we overestimate the size of the risk and we underestimate our abilities, our knowledge, our passions, our curiosities, and that's where we find ourselves stuck. So one thing that I think is really important to think about as we're kind of navigating through this is just, again, level the playing field, get super honest. Where are you at? Are you stuck in the comfort zone? Are you leaving it? Or are you in this beautiful place of peace and contentment where by God stay as long as you can? We are going to be faced with opportunities, especially as this new year unfolds and people have all these big visions and we're starting to really think about like, what do we want this year to look like and feel like? How do we want to move through this? What is it going to be as an experience? We are going to get a lot of opportunities and your response to opportunities is going to be very telling in where you're at with your comfort zone. One thing that I think is so important is often when we hear the word opportunities, we first start with thinking about things that others are bringing to us, right? Invitations we're getting, projects other people are working on, different ideas that others hand to us. Opportunities, we often think about they're coming from someone else. And one thing I want for you to shift is when we think about our response to opportunities, I also want for you to think about opportunities that come from you, that you are creating, that come from within. Here's a quick story. When I first had Coco, which was five years ago, I had been on this journey, our fertility journey took three years. It was a really, really hard season of life. It was a really evolving season for my business. And when I finally had my baby girl, I told myself, I'm going to black out an entire year. Like what a privilege to say, I'm going to say no to everything else and just really save the space and the time that I had wished for and prayed for, for so many years. And so I blacked out an entire year and basically said no to just about everything. And I really reserved my yeses for the hell yes moments that were coming at me. And I learned such a valuable lesson in that year because I was very head down in my business, very focused on my goals, my vision, and also my child. And in that year, my business grew dramatically, but also the way that my business felt shifted. And I think for so many of us, when we think about opportunities, we are so quick to say yes to everything people put in front of us because there is some innate belief that like someone is going to hand us our big break, right? Or like, what if this is the one thing that changes everything? And all of a sudden our life is being controlled by everyone outside of ourselves. 
And in that year, I got so crystal clear and quiet enough with myself to really start listening to and honoring my gut and my vision. And it became so easy to very gently and kindly say no to things because I was so clear on here's my definition of success. Here's what I'm working towards. And that's not selfish. In fact, I would say that's selfless because you are inviting so much more peace and ease into your life when you start to, instead of waiting for other people to bring opportunities to you, you start creating your own opportunities in your life, in your business, in your relationships, whatever that looks like. And I just want to say that if you are someone, regardless of where you're at, if you're stuck in your comfort zone, if you're leaving it, when you look at your life today, whether you are actively trying to change it, you're really enjoying it, or you're in this space of evolution, I want you to know that all of the beautiful things in your life, the success you've had, the beautiful, rich relationships you had, the things that you've built, they're not a fluke. Your success is not fleeting. And no one out there is going to hand you your big break. You're going to create it yourself. I know you are. And so when you think about your response to opportunities, I want for you to ask yourself, am I excited and motivated by new opportunities or challenges as they come my way? Or am I hesitant and resistant? I'm sure you can figure out which camp you're in based on that response. Do you regularly put yourself in situations where you can acquire new skills, new knowledge, where you can meet new people, gain different perspectives or feedback. I mean, this entire episode was inspired by one sentence. Someone spoke next to me in a room filled with people that I didn't really know in a city that I'd only been to once in a situation that was brand new to me, but in a space where I was like, I'm coming in and I'm open, but I'm also inviting my discernment with me to understand what is meant for me and what I can let go of. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And so I want for you to think if you are someone who is resistant to change, if you're avoiding new opportunities, if you prefer the familiar, you're probably stuck and you don't have to stay stuck. You can start actively dreaming about believing, manifesting, praying for journaling about how you want your life to feel and what success doesn't just look like for you, but how it is embodied within you and the way you spend your days, the way we spend our days is the way we spend our lives. And if you are someone who has this sense of excitement and eagerness, when you're presented with new opportunities, if you're actively seeking out challenges, if you're open to growth, you're probably leaving your comfort zone. And I just want to encourage you on that path. Because I feel like we live in this culture where we only do these grand reveals when we fully arrived and we've stopped showing the process. We've stopped showing up and saying, dude, this is hard or this is scary. This isn't easy. And I want us to be people who say, 
let me take you on this path. As I said at the beginning of this episode, like I feel like I'm on the cusp of something and I don't even know what that something is. And I am taking you on it. It's weird. It's awkward. Like my goal this year is to like really free myself up to get quiet and creative again. And I don't even know what that's going to look like. And I don't know what's going to be born out of that, but I'm telling it to you because there's so much power in even expressing where you're at today. And so I want for you to be someone who takes some time for self-reflection, who after turning off this episode sits down and you get quiet with yourself, like the kind of quiet that leads you to asking those bigger questions. Because what I'm learning about and what I'm sensing is that so many of us are like half experiencing our lives. So many of us are moving through lives and they're either so monotonous that we're so bored with them that we're asking ourselves, is this it? Or we're so frustrated that things aren't happening fast that we aren't even seeing the progress that we're making. And I don't want us to live like that. I want us to be fully awake. I want us to enjoy. I want us to move away from our comfort zone into the new and unknown because that means that we're experiencing life, that we're living, that we're breathing, that we're learning, that we're evolving, that we're being stretched, that we're contradicting all of these things that give us this really enriched experience of life. The questions from today's episode are really just designed to prompt you into self-reflection and to hopefully just kind of help to understand your mindset around your comfort zone. Keep in mind that none of these things are mutually exclusive. You may have characteristics of both at certain times. You may be a big risk taker when it comes to relationships, but you may love routine and monotony in your business or the other way around. The goal is to encourage an awareness, like an awakening within you where you can very clearly identify where you're at and where you want to go. So what can we do about it? Maybe today's episode is going to leave you with more questions and heck, I think that's a beautiful place to be left with, but let's talk about five things we can do based on where we establish we are. So first visualize your success. One of the things that I want every single person, I want you, my listener to do is to visualize your success, not someone else's success, not the shiny things you see on social media, not the things your parents told you made you successful. I want for you to really think about what is success for you? Not what does it look like, but what does it feel like? How do you know you're being successful? Finish the sentence. I know I'm being successful when? That needs to be your guiding light as you move through this year. A couple of years ago, I did this amazing interview with Dr. Tara Swart, and we were talking about visualizing and manifesting and how do you manifest and what is the science behind manifestation? And I'm going to link the episode in the show notes, but you have to go listen to that one. But she told me when you visualize, the brain doesn't differentiate very much from the real event. So as you are working on this visualization of what you want your life to look like and how you want it to feel, your brain doesn't necessarily know how to separate it from your current reality. To illustrate her point, Tara told me about this experiment where weightlifters were split into three groups. And you have to listen to this episode because this was so mind-blowing. One that did no weightlifting for a week, one that did finger and elbow weights to focus on specific muscles for a week, and then a group that only visualized lifting finger weights and elbow weights. 
And she said, although the growth in muscle mass in the actual weights group was around 50%, the growth in muscle mass for the group who only visualized lifting weights was between 13 to 30% just through the power of their brains. What that study showed is that visualizing activated parts of your brain that would have been activated by actually lifting the weights without doing that. This is so powerful. The possibilities are endless and endless isn't even a scientific term, but they're way bigger than what we thought before. And inside of that episode, at the very end of it, she does this portals visualization exercise. One of my friends, Mallory, literally listens to that every single day. And it is one of the most beautiful meditations ever. And if you do nothing else, go listen to Tara's episode and you can do that exercise. And just visualizing might help you get really honest about what you want your life to look like and feel like and how you want to experience your life. Number two is to set new goals. So how can you, I mean, this is the gold digger podcast. How can you define new and challenging goals? Like how can you stretch yourself? And I think this is really powerful. I'm actually reading this book right now and I'm learning a lot about like, because I live in this balance of like, I love goal setting. I love achieving. I love learning. I love growing, but I also want to like have that peace and contentedness in life. And so like, what is the balance? How do we find that balance? And I think that what is so powerful about goal setting is that you're moving towards something. It doesn't have to be this like massive leap. I always think like forward is forward. Even an inch makes a difference. And so I always, always, always want to be moving towards something, something new, something different. I want to be learning and be stretched. And so maybe it's time that you set a new goal for yourself. And again, this doesn't have to be business. This could be relational. This could be spiritual. This could be physical. Like what is that goal that you're working towards? Because I think there's something so powerful when we not only say, I want this for my life, but we see ourselves showing up and actually pursuing it. Number three is learning continuously. I will always be a student of life. Like this is life school and I'm in it and I want to be in it. And I always want to be learning something new. Like I am hungry to learn. And so what are some new skills that you could learn or what is some new knowledge you could acquire? And again, it doesn't have to be perfectly aligned. Sometimes I get my best ideas when I'm doing something so unrelated to my work or my business And so what is something you want to do? Maybe you can attend a workshop. Maybe you can take an online course. Maybe you can read a book. Maybe you can listen to a podcast. Like what is something that you want to learn? What is a new skill that you want to hone? If you want to learn some of the strategies that I teach, you can go to jennacutcher.com slash business. We have courses on various topics like leveraging Pinterest, growing your email list, using Instagram, starting your own podcast. See if there's any courses that you want to dive into, but how can you put yourself in the position of a student and continuously be learning? Because I think as we learn, we grow, we stretch, we change our mind. There's so much beauty in that. Number four is network and seek feedback. So again, just like this episode was inspired in a mastermind, how can you connect with new people, both personally and professionally? How can you put yourself in the position of starting to understand and engage with other human beings? How can you get feedback from other people? How can you share ideas? How can you encourage one another? Getting yourself in spaces with other people who are in the same position as you, either maybe stuck or actively leaving, being in those melting pot rooms where you are inspired by seeing other people's action, it is so invaluable and it's something I really want for you. And then number five, 
celebrating the wins? How can you acknowledge and celebrate your achievements? How can you recognize yourself for showing up, doing the things you didn't think you could do, doing the things you were scared of? What does that look like? Because again, when you start to see yourself showing up and actively moving towards something new, something better, something exciting, it changes your identity. It changes the way you view yourself. It changes your experience of life. And so how can you celebrate that and track that and pay attention to that so that on those days where you're like, I'm making no progress, you have evidence that that is not true, that you are moving in a new direction and it is beautiful and your life is unfolding just as it should right before your eyes. I am someone who really likes to figure out ways to celebrate successes because let me tell you, it's not easy for me. I am so on to the next thing. It's just a tendency of mine. It's something I hate. And so I've gotten really good at not only asking my friends, how are you going to celebrate when you hit this goal or when you achieve this milestone or when you recognize this new gift that you've unlocked? I need to do that for myself. And so I have figured out different ways. And for me, journaling and paying attention to and tracking different things has really helped for me to pause and say, wow, look at how far we've come. Look at how we've grown. And so make sure that you are celebrating wins along the way and tracking your progress. Maybe today after this episode, you write down, here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to go. This is a vision I have for my life. These are the things I'm afraid of but here's what I'm going to do. These are the five little micro actions I'm going to take. And that way you have this documented piece that is going to remind you of how far you've come, even when you didn't think you did. I'm so proud of you for listening to this episode today. I know that this can be uncomfortable because a lot of times we don't even want to face the fact that maybe we're stuck or maybe we're scared. And both of those can be true at the same time. Take it step by step as you decide to move through and evolve and learn and grow and change, consistently push your boundaries because when you do that, you are creating the space for growth. You are becoming. It's all about embracing these growing pains and discomfort as you shift into the right path for you, the path that only you can go down. And as you navigate this journey, I want to make sure that you celebrate the small victories along the way. They are the building blocks of this rich life that you are after. So take it one step at a time. Don't bite off more than you can choose. Stay committed on the path and do not shy away from all the ways that you are going to be stretched and all the ways you are going to grow as you go on this journey. I'm so thankful that I get to be a piece of this with you and get to walk this with you. Of course, until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.
Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.